What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a real estate investor who teaches business owners, real estate agents, real estate investors how to actually have a financial plan that will deliver you security, passive income, and financial freedom. Welcome to the show, Curtis May. Welcome to the show today, Curtis. How are you doing? I am great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm having a good Labor Day. It was funny. We were talking before the the show. Uh, Labor Day is for people that that have jobs that are not they financially jobs, right. they're not financially free yet, right? right. Hence labor, right? So right. they're they're looking. I take off when I want to, and so do you. So, do you. so uh, give give people a little intro, bio, or, or about yourself, and and how you help people get on the path towards achieving financial freedom. So my name is uh, Curtis May, and um, I, I teach what is called principles-based planning. I've been in the industry for a little over 35 years. I started in college, uh, got initially my insurance license when I realized the MBA was not looking for 5'11", two guards, and uh, <laughs> with, a, with a mediocre handle. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, got security license a couple years after that. Did I was the typical like I was like a Dave Ramsey on steroids for like the first 12, 15 years. Buy a term investor difference, blah blah blah. And it's funny I did a live this morning. The ten lessons, ten lessons I learned from Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, just just talking to my audience, and I read that book like two thousand, and it just rocked my mm. world because I, it made me look. I said, you know what he's talking about and. What I'm doing is different, right? You know, for clients, and then you, you, you know, and one of the things I'll teach is that uh, planning is different for business owners and and investors who probably our clients or uh, the people that work with me. Uh, Dan, generally, their goal is work optional income, right? They want to be financially free, and they know mm -hmm. they can make their money make more money than a Vanguard or a Fidelity or p putting money in a mutual fund. So they want liquidity use control of their capital. So I kind of help them lean into what they already innately know is true, right? Most of my real estate investor clients, I say, well, can you make your money, make your money, make my money at S&P? They're like, hell yeah. So we'll do that, right? And focus on that. Don't listen to the, to the rest of the world. So we kind of teach people basic stuff. And I've been doing that really now for about the last 10, 11 years. It's been, you know, that mesh has just crystallized my um, framework of teaching it, it, uh, two people, and um, that that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. How do people get returns, get cash flow, but but still have the liquidity? I mean, there was a a lot of goals and objectives I think in there. So what what are the vehicles or methods or strategies that you encourage people to use in order to achieve those goals? Right. So the let's back up. So the our framework is what we teach is there's principles. Uh, principles drive strategy, what you do, and strategy drives tactics, what you buy. Okay. So most people are operating without principles. Like so every time I go to like a financial talk or like I'm speaking at two real estate uh, workshops this Saturday, two different ones in Philadelphia. And um, every time I go to one, it's like, man, everybody wants to start with investing. But see, the 
financial plan precedes the investment mm. plan. What is it that you want and why? And then what are you trying to achieve? How you know you've won? And then or the business plan. Okay, so we work with both. Now, so the principles. Let's talk about that real fast, and then I'll break it down as as you know when you want as much as you want to go into it. So that we teach principles. Okay, what are the is principles that we teach to help our clients become and remain financially free, passive income, greater expenses, or in our system we call that getting to a position of fu. Okay, where you could you know passive income twice your expenses is the fu money, and so mm. the first principle is save. Save what? Save 15 to 20% of your gross income. Okay, so agents out there, every time you get a check, you get a check for, let's just make up a round number, I know the math, $10,000, then you should save in a, in a savings or a checking account. If, if you all follow profit first for real estate investors, that will be a, real estate agents and investors, that will be a good book. All right, I kind of teach a, 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 that. As, as the first step, that's the first strategy I teach. And so what happens is then you would save $1,500. So you have to save so you have money to invest. The second principle, this is where most, I don't care if they're, you know, I've got six, I was talking to a client that has had $3 million worth of uh, real estate, cash flowing over $100,000 a year, four LLCs, but no umbrella coverage, for example. Okay, mm. and so the principle we teach is maximum protection. So you have to play defense. Okay, defense wins right. championships. So that's looking at your stuff, your your auto, your home, your liability limits, your umbrella policies. Do you? What happens if you can't work? Do you have disability insurance? Do you have proper medical insurance? Do you have uh, your you know um, will and your power of attorney and your health care directive do you have a trust do you have or need a trust do you have asset projecting trust and are you adequately insured with your life insurance see so we teach maximum protection third pillar is legacy you want to leave a legacy of wealth and wisdom so we call that full replacement of, of um of your income at death guaranteed fourth principle this is the other area that a lot of people so most people i see in business they're bad at one because they don't manage cash flow they're bad at two, uh, maximum protection. If you don't have two, you don't have three. Four is liquidity, right? How much? Six to 12 months of cash or cash equivalent. I'll talk about where to put it. Mm. But right now, I don't care where you put it. I just need you to have it. What if you, because what happens is, so let's say you're selling real estate. You need to be, you can't have commission breath. Right. So you need to be able to uh, have enough money. So if something falls through, your posture doesn't change. Right. So we teach people 90 days of or what if if there's another covid type thing and now the government has set precedent, they've made it legal for your tenants not to pay you. OK, you need. Right. But the mortgage companies, last time I checked, still want their money down. Right. And so what happens is you need we teach six to 12 months of liquidity. You have to have access to capital. OK, the first 90 days, is your emergency fund, everything above that is your opportunity fund. And then the fifth principle. So everybody's focused on rate of return. We focus on cash flow, buying and building assets that send you a check every month. So those are the principles. Right. Now is a strategy. So I teach two strategies. One is called cash flow mapping. The second one is y'all may have heard of. I specialize in a strategy called infinite banking. Okay, but what precedes IBC is it's a saving strategy. Okay, and a system to manage cash flow and run your personal economy like a bank. And then the the, the tactic is um, 
just I'll just go that one tactic is properly structured dividend paying whole life insurance with a mutual company. But it doesn't make you rich. It's just a place to store your liquidity. You're going to make yourself rich in principle five by, you know, buying real estate, you know, investing in if you're in sales, growing your business. You know, your number one asset is your business, right? So you lead generation, converting leads, following up, figuring out ways to new, make new money. I, I'm talking to the agents out there, right? Keeping a database, you know, that kind of stuff. We have the same, I'm in the same business, right? It's just different, right. same market, different product, but the work is the same because I coach a lot of realtors, uh, you know, on, on, you know, just using your business as a tool to create wealth. So these strategies work and the same with investors. I don't care what business you're I just spoke at the Laundromat Millionaire Conference in March, right? And so it's it's business is business. And so those are kind of the framework uh, in order, principles, strategies, tactics. And so then, because when you buy products, see people come at you, what are the products? What are you, what are, that, that's not a thing, right? Because if you don't know what you're trying to do, the products don't matter and products should be a result of your knowledge, not a substitute for knowledge. What, um, let's, uh, there's so much to break down there. Um, you know, I, I think the easiest one, probably six to 12 months of expenses. Most people probably aren't doing that. Most real estate mm -hmm. agents probably aren't income. close to doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, of mm -hmm. income. How, okay. Uh, do you, do you actually have that sitting in cash or what, what does that look like? So good question. So the, how I break it out is um, a couple different areas. So like a, two weeks of cash, like in the, in your mattress, in the drawer. And I use that because like, remember it was a couple years ago, San Antonio in, in Texas, I had some friends down there that the power was out. Well, if the power is out, can, you can't use your debit card. You can't go to the ATM and you need cash to do business. So I'm a, like a baby doomsday prepper, right? And right. Uh, doomsday prep, prepper light, right? And then, then maybe a month of liquidity in the bank. I call that ATM money, personal and business, because you need some liquidity that you can just go get. And then the majority of our clients, they store their big money. So like anything over like 5,000 or so, 10,000, we store in a uh, life insurance. Honestly, our clients okay. properly structured life insurance. They can, and because what happens is, why do we do that? Because you, you finance everything you buy. So what real investors do is they will go out and they'll, I, I, I did this, I did the burn method, I got my cash and they'll flow it into another deal. Right. But that what's the rate of return or better at worse yet, they'll pay extra on the mortgage, trying to get rid of the mortgage so you can get all the cash flow. Okay. Right. And so you got to let all that Dave Ramsey stuff go. That's not in this economy <laughs> and the way the Fed works with monetary policy. You can't you can't do that. So what happens is you want to just a reason we use life insurance because you can collateralize it. Meaning you can use the insurance company's money and leave your money making money. So our clients will make their cash outs, make one stop. We'll we'll drop it in a policy properly structured. And then what happens is they can go now borrow against the policy for their next down payment or, you know, I've got clients who do private lending and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, but their money is still in the policy because they did, they leverage it. They collateralized it. So it's still in the policy growing tax free and they have the asset they just bought. So you get to have your cake and eat it too. So that's where 
that that's how we that's where we store the cash. So those are three levels of how we we deal with principal four, which is okay. liquidity. Hold that thought for a second. Are you a new real estate agent looking to jumpstart your career, or perhaps you are an experienced agent looking to build and scale and get to the next level? If you are, I've got great news for you. After building and scaling multiple real estate businesses, I am now taking my real estate team to all 50 states. In fact, it's going to be international. I'm going to offer cutting edge technology, training in lead generation, team building, investing, and additional opportunities to build revenue streams. If you are interested and want to learn more about this opportunity, send me a text message directly to my cell phone. 703-638-4393. Again, text me at 703-638-4393. Yeah, so you, you've got different amounts that you can access in different time, you know, like like the cash. Yeah, because you, you can get, get to the insurance money in like three days, right? right. So it doesn't, it's not like, oh, God, it takes five years to get to the money. And it's got to be, that's why I said probably structured. It's got to be structured right. But yeah, you can get to the money. It's pretty liquid. Um, but the easier it is to get to, the less return you get on it. Even though return is not as important as people think it is, it's more so about access. Okay. So once once they once someone has done that, um, you know, they have the proper amounts of cash and different levels. Uh, what do they work on next? Typically, become financially free. So, yeah. <laughs> you, so all of your listeners are already there. Like I'm trying to backfill yeah. because they don't save. They don't, I won't say. I'm not generalizing. Y'all know who you are, right? You're, uh, you're, um, uh, you don't. You know, you're saving protection. You know, so we backfill now. What happens is, principle five, velocity, velocity in real estate is the Burr method, right? And every other bit. I was at you know laundry mats. Is how many times they can turn over their laundry. You know, my family, I grew up in the supermarket business. So how many times can you turn over mm. a case of peas, right? And so or in the bar business, you know, we were in the bar business also. So I grew up in business, right? So that's how my mind works. Uh, you know, I never got that go get a good job talk. <laughs> you know, my dad told me from the time I was seven, you're never making money work for somebody else. I've heard that since the time I was seven years old. So I thought you majored in business to go into business. It never occurred to me to get a damn job. So, but that being said, what I talk about, and so what you got to do is I don't try to tell people what to invest in, okay? Because first of all, investing is not about buying something. It's about becoming something, right? So you have to become a good broker agent. You have to become a good real estate investor. So you, how do you do that? You know, you have to study. You have to learn stuff. You need mentors, okay? So that's your job. Now, that being said... What we teach and in, in the focus of my show is kind of wealth outside of Wall Street because what what are the asset classes then? Once you are liquid, once you know the difference between an asset and a liability, which is my focus, once you are managing cash flow, then all right, everything above 90 days, you should be like a little hedge fund looking for stuff to buy because you're liquid or you've got hmm. yourself good business credit so you can buy stuff. Where are the asset classes? Business, real estate, paper, and commodities, right? So those are, that's diversification. So there's like dozens of, within those four asset classes of things you can do with the money, your job is to find the asset classes that you like, that you're comfortable with, that you want to learn about and have at it. Where, where do you think most people get tripped up 
in this in this process, this journey? One Pati- no, particularly no, most... particularly like like high earners because I, I think there's a lot of people that and salespeople, entrepreneurs, you know, real estate agents, investors they they get on this uh, treadmill of like high high um, you know earnings, high expenses. Right. Not not enough security. I, not enough, I've heard not enough it passive. called the real estate rat race, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so it's the rat race. You're just at a higher level of broke, right? Yeah. And so as you're building your bit, so because I struggle with this, right? Is one most wealth. So it's two things. First of all, most wealth is lo- most people are chasing investments. They think the key to they got to work their way out of it. And they think the key to wealth is finding better investments that pay a greater rate of return. But usually you have to take more risk to do that. Okay. And risk means probability of loss. It doesn't mean opportunity for gain. Right. Mm. And so what you do is we start with the basics. So if you're going to create maximum wealth, you have to create maximum efficiency. Right. So I'm going to talk about that and I'm going to hit a marketing one. So one there's six things, right? So there's six ways people lose money. Number one, how people manage cash flow. If I sit down, the realtors I talk to, the investors I talk to, and say, okay, what, one, separating, here's a big one, separating personal and business expenses. Like, you don't, do you know what your life costs, right? Have you sorted out? So we have a process we, we teach called um, cash flow mapping, right? Tell your money where to go instead of asking where it went. So I spend a lot of time on sorting that out, a client was doing a workshop in Maryland. When was that? Two weeks ago, and I have this person say, "Oh, Curtis, I'm, I got, I got this this business. I'm making thirty grand a month, and I have no idea where it's going." And so, you know, I'm not gonna talk about anything else, but let's figure out where this money is going because it, you know what I mean. You have to, you have to start there, and right. you know, what does your life cost? You've got to sort your business out. What I like about profit first. Here's the other problem people get to because they don't sort out. They don't. They put it all in one account, right? So they don't take a profit. They don't pay themselves. They don't set aside mm. money for taxes. You're all 1099, okay? And um, so you need to prepare for that. So it's not a shock. I'm telling. I'm saying that because it took me about 15 years to learn that. Right? So you know how to set up these accounts. And so that's a problem. And see, if you don't have liquidity, you're stressed out, right? You're right. because what happens is you get a month, you have a month where you'll get like a twenty thousand dollar check, right? But you don't have any other uh, deals in the queue. So now you're maybe it's just me, right? Now you're you're stressed out. So that boom moments that I had moments where that, as soon as that money hit my account, I'm automatically in a panic because I'm looking at my deals in the pipeline and I don't have anything else, and so now I'm in a hoarding scarcity place because i'm afraid to spend money right right and so how do you deal with that you've got to you kind of gotta like i'll put i'll look if i'm having a really good month i try to set aside money not try i set aside money to cover next month so i'm having a good month i try to put a month or two of my looking at my bill business and personal expenses aside so if I have a slower month, see, my life keeps rolling. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not stressed out. That is little basic stuff, right? And um, uh, and then you then I look at, so cash flow management, huge, right? 
uh, how you pay your mortgages, people getting 15-year mortgage, they think the goal is to get out of debt, okay? Doubling down on your mortgage, all that's a complete waste of money, okay? Mm. The, the rate of return on equity is you're, zero. You're, you're upsetting Dave Ramsey right now. I, good, <laughs> right? Hope it's, you know, I mean, you know what? See, because Dave Ramsey, see, you got to look at, you have to decide what you want to be when you grow up. Uh, you want to be rich, poor, or middle class. Rich people don't pay their houses off. Uh, um, uh, corporations don't do that, right? So if a corporation had a million dollars of cash, look at Apple, right? If, right. They, if, if, you, if they had a million dollars in cash and a million dollars of debt, that's a balance sheet neutral decision. They would not pay off the debt, okay? Right. And so as long, see, see I want you to be mortgage-free or debt-free or pay your house off, but I want to do it differently. See, my clients will, if, if you have enough money, for example, in your cash values or in cash, and your mortgage is 150000 you got 150000 in cash, you're debt-free. That's a balance sheet neutral decision. It's just a question of do you want to write that, give up your liquidity, give all your money to the bank, right, and turn your house or your properties into a qualified plan. Like, you know, like qualified, like IRAs and stuff like that. They, all they do is defer taxes, right? So you're making your house or your properties a qualified plan because you are assuming you'll qualify to get it back out, right? That's yeah. what I mean by qualified plan. Your rate of return is, has equity. If the value goes down, if uh, you lose income, uh, you might not be able to qualify for that. See, I don't care if you got the house free and clear. If you don't have any income, you're not going to get a loan, at least not a good one. Right. Right. So you have to understand money. Right. You can't you can be good at sales and good at investing, but you have to understand financing and the game. The second thing I'll hear these real fast is uh, taxes. OK, you want to minimize current and future taxation. Your number one wealth transfer is taxes. So you need to get a good team to help you make sure that you are, you know, written under Caesar with his seizures, but you don't have to leave a tip. <laughs> and uh um qualified plan so I'll, I'll i'll i was on clubhouse and all these real estate forums business owners oh i got a solo 401k and i got a you know i've maxed out my sep and i was like are y'all or i've got i'm buying real estate i know it's a step with some toes because y'all have people that people that self-directed iras sell you could buy real that is so stupid i was a time real writer he says why would you put a tax favorite plan inside of a tax deferred plan Mm. I'll buy notes or life settlements or private lending, but I wouldn't buy real estate because you're giving up all of the bit other than the income. You're giving up all the benefits of real estate. So right. I, I like stepping on toes. Right. The third one is how you fund like retire. Uh, uh, what are those things called? Um, college funding is a big thing and how they pay for big ticket items. So there's more money lost in those six things. You just sit back and analyze. Okay. Where's my money going? Where am I overpaying? Where I, most people have what I call a leaky bucket. So the first thing is, while you're trying to hit home runs with your investing, you need to plug the holes. Like, and so, what do I do? I'm the hole plugger guy. Okay, so I help people analyze, and then become more efficient with their capital, and that's what we try to do. And um, then on the marketing side, people do a lot of realtors. I'm wondering. I, this is maybe you can tell me like so why would i see your face on a on a on a shopping cart and it caused me to call you to buy a house like there's there's i you know. yeah so we, we coach a lot of real estate agents we my, my team in dc has sold as many as like 1100 homes a year yeah uh that's we awesome. we do not advocate for uh right. buying, buying shopping cart right? space 
No. It's like that. That's like what I call <laughs> lemonade stand mentality, right? I'm here, right. I'm, and uh, you have to learn. Like I'm a big Russell Brunson, Jay Abraham, Dan Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I love those guys. All of them. yeah. So what happened was I started studying that stuff like eight, ten years ago, and it just started to kick in, right? For me, and so that got me in my. I'm starting to teach some workshops on that because I'm like, man, y'all don't know this stuff. And uh, so people keep asking me, so, all right, let me organize this and put it out there. But it got me to top of the table uh, in my, you know, insurance practice, you know, just doing it without. I don't buy ads. I don't I don't buy leads. It's all, you know, organic referrals, you know, that kind of stuff. And so, you know, we try to teach, you know, I teach even if I introduce people to my business, which I'm trying to debate if I feel like doing that or not. But I teach people how to fish. Right. I will coach our business owners on, you know, the, the four ways you can grow revenue, for example. And uh, uh, because guess what? This is my self-interest, right? My passion is to look, I don't mind you having self-interest. I do know what they are. If you can make more money and I want you to save 15%, that's more money for me, <laughs> you know, to put through your policy. So I'm right. going to constantly work with our clients to, to, to grow their revenue because, again, your number one investment, your business or business. Yeah, I, I think. Uh... Hold that thought for a second. Did you know I've been involved in developing and building hundreds of homes? And did you know that we take partner investors in our deals? If you want to learn about new opportunities that we have for real estate investors, go to my Instagram account, it's Lesniak, and send me a direct message. Again, if you want to learn about my next opportunities for real estate investor partners, go to my Instagram at Lesniak and send me a direct message. A lot of business owners and a lot of real estate agents are ego driven instead of profit driven and the yes. the branding which is shopping cart i put in like the branding typically right uh category i'm not saying to not do that I, but there's there's cheaper lower cost ways of doing that I, I think your money's better spent on the direct response marketing which is what russell teaches and and jay and dan kennedy and all those right. guys like joe polis dan, right? dan like, jackson who's, like, who's like a you know a real estate guy and I follow them, okay? Yeah. And uh, because every dollar you save is a dollar in your pocket, right? If you can make it happen. Because, you know, nobody, you want, I want to get my name out there. Nobody cares about you. They want, you know, they. what you want to do is find out the people that are interested in, because in, see, here's the other thing. Uh, uh, what's his name? I heard this from, well, Database. When I, I used to do mortgages briefly, right? And I would go and I said, look, I'm not running around here with rate cards and donuts. I'm going to date myself by that. Like, right? <laughs> I said, like, <laughs> so, you know, because I was used to generating my own leads because I had been, or at that time, even in financial services 18 years or so. So I'm not, like, begging. And I said, all right, what, do I, what am I good at that most realtors are weak at? I would go in and do offices at Cinch 21 or a Keller office, and I would do a Remax. And this is, you know, about... 10, 15 years ago, I would do workshops on database management. At the time, I was like a Power Act user, like Act um, back in the day, VR, I had to start out with Act 2.0. But I had a, you know, but I was good at because I, I didn't like cold calling. So if I met you, I could develop a relationship with you. And you don't come off my list until either I die or you die. So I was good at referrals, good at database marketing, good at workshops, right? Which hmm. is my primary driver. And um, because I only want to talk to people that want to talk to me. And what I found was teaching sales, 
right? You don't have to sell. You teach, you know, teaching positions you as an expert. And, you know, most time I'm a guest speaker. So like most financial people will do like dinner seminars and spend $10,000. I just find a church, find an adult education. You know, I used to do first time home buyer classes as the mortgage person. But what I would do is I would teach because I still was in financial services. I would say, look, if you can buy one house, you can buy two. Right. So why not get the house? And get another house. And I would talk about becoming financially independent. Don't stop there because your house is not an asset, right? You need to buy some assets so you can become financially free. And I would just look. The 1003 is a, is, a, is a, just a detailed financial statement. So you got to know what they're looking for. And then you need to know how to read it uh, and get your finances together, right? And then make sure that you're on a path. You have, do you have the um, what called? reserves, you know? Like a lot of people don't know, like with the with the mortgage app, the the mortgage app asks, do you have any cash value in your life insurance? Right. How much cash value do you have in your life insurance? So they understand the banking thing. That's what banks store their cash. They understand, you know. And I've had people where I've just shown the um, sent their 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 uh, they were you know refinance. I showed a screenshot of how much money they had in the policy. Boom, good. That as a verification of their other 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 funds, you know. So it's that kind of stuff. So I listen. If y'all just work. Stop wasting money, save money, and just get better at your 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 craft. Those are the things because it, it's rest of us. They're already doing Dan the step five. You know, they just need to get better at saving, protecting. You know, pl- building the foundation under what they're doing. If they're listening to you or working with you, they're already highly successful. But if you shut it down, you're still supposed to be rich. Right. Well, that's that's the goal. I. Appreciate your insights on that. I always like to wrap up with a hyper fast round. If you're ready for some rapid fire Q and A, I'll see what I can do. Tell you both right. things I know. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your biggest piece of advice to someone who's just starting out in investing? Um, learn, you know, save and invest in your number one. The first thing you should invest in is in between your two ears. Mm, love that. Uh, all right. Uh, what's the biggest challenge you've had in business and how'd you overcome it? How much time do we have? All right. So, (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, I, one of the biggest, well, this is not in the business I'm in now, but I would two things, learning how to manage cash flow because in, I was in a tavern business, not managing cash flow, not controlling my inventory and knowing my numbers, right? Knowing that, okay, if I spent, a thousand dollars in liquor and my liquor was gone i should have uh five thousand five six thousand dollars in cash and i had like 3800 right and so you know my accountant looked at my numbers go dude you got partners right and so you know doing your i teach our clients to have a money date like once a month you know doing your numbers is the big not knowing to do that not paying myself first Right. Uh, you know, waiting till after I paid everybody else and seeing if I had any money left over to save. So now I've learned a big, that's the biggest mistake is um, not knowing my numbers, not saving a percentage of that for me as the business owner and not paying myself a salary earlier and understanding that if I can't pay myself enough to run my household, that's my business talking to me, telling me you need to get your butt to work. You got to, you know, get your marketing up. That means you have a marketing problem. All right. Um, That's a long answer, but I'm sorry. no, perfect. Uh, biggest mistake you see successful 
people making financially? <laughs> um, not enough protection, not enough savings, not enough leverage, not, not building a good team of like accountants of, of, of people to that, that have, mm. uh, they, everybody has blind spots. Right. And so I work on, you know, from rich dad, uh, he says the investing is a team sport. And I don't think people work at building their team on purpose. All right. If you had to start all over and you couldn't take your money or your connections, you could only take the lessons you've learned. What would you do first? No connections. So the lessons are, all right, yeah. So if you dropped me, parachuted me into a city that I didn't know, I would be up and running because I would go, all right, so I know who I want to work with. So let's say I, in my business, I like real estate investors. So where would I go? I would go to RIAs. I mm -hmm. would go to meetups. I would go, my dad used to tell me, I heard it since I was a teenager, listen, go to people that you want to meet, go and keep showing up, eventually they'll say, well, he must be one of us, right? So I would start with, you know, uh, uh, networking because I already am an expert. So because money follows value. So I know that I can create value for people. So I just got to find out the people whose problems I know how to solve and, All right. you know, get myself in front of them. Last one. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Hmm. Five years from now, I... Hopefully I'll have like 10 apartment buildings. <laughs> mm. I will have a, uh, uh, probably a uh, five, $10 million financial services practice and probably have about 50 advisors I've trained in our methodology. All right, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being on the show today, Curtis, for all of your lessons that you've, you've given our listeners. Uh, if people want to reach out, connect with you, learn more about what you do, how should they do that? One, I would say if you want more of the madness that is Curtis, I would go mm -hmm. to the show, right? The Practical Wealth Show podcast. Uh, I would search for the same on YouTube and go to our YouTube channel. We have a lot of videos up there teaching about what we do. And uh, you could go to, um, let me give you a report. So if you text um, Be The Bank, to five five four four four, we'll send you a report called the value of liquidity. That will actually also put mm. you on our email list, and uh, you know we'll we'll stay in touch with you. And if you're ready, there are links on like on Linktree on my IG where you can um, make an appointment if if this intrigues you at all. You can hey have a, let's have a 20, 30 minute conversation and see if if uh, what I do is what you're looking for. All right. Well, thank you so much, Curtis. Uh, it was great having you on the show today. And to all of our listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to share this episode with other people that you know will benefit from hearing these amazing lessons. And we will see you next time. Real estate agents, I have built out a group in all 50 states in many different countries as well. And I'm looking for people that want to partner with me and get the benefit of not one, but two nationally recognized coaching programs to help grow your business. If you are ready to join me at EXP or want to learn more information about it, I would be honored if you would send me a text message at 703-638-4393. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget 
to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video, and if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe.